Oh yeah, Friday baby. The weekend's so close you can almost touch it. I'm Liam Flanagan and here's today's edition of The Scorecard, your fast, fun hit of sport. It's official, we've got another Aussie in the NBA. With the 18th pick in the 2020 NBA Draft, the Dallas Mavericks select Josh Green from Sydney, Australia and the University of Arizona. 20-year-old Josh Green is off to Dallas to play for the Mavericks where he's expected to play an important role in the team led by all-star Luka Doncic. The exciting prospect from Sydney will also make some serious bank by being drafted at number 18. Green is guaranteed over $3.2 million Australian in his rookie year alone, which, for context, makes him a higher earner than every AFL and NRL player already. But does see him trail fellow Hooper Ben Simmons' salary of almost $40 million by some distance. Yeah, I do a right for myself. But there was another fun story out of yesterday's NBA draft. With the third pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select LaMelo Ball from Chino Hills, California. LaMelo Ball joins big brother Lonzo Ball in the NBA. Now, LaMelo's father, LaVar Ball, has been somewhat outspoken in the past. So much so that he once claimed to be able to beat Michael Jordan in a game of one-on-one. We talk about the GOAT here, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, and you running your mouth talking about you're going to beat him one-on-one. Why would you say something so blasphemous? In my heyday, he would need help. Really? Five-on-five game, he good. One-on-one, I'm undefeated. Never lost. Crazy talk. I know. But it gets better. Because guess who owns the team that drafted LaMelo, the Charlotte Hornet? Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a move by Jordan! Man, I really hope the Hornets have a bring-your-dad-to-training day. While the New South Wales Blues returned to Sydney to lick their wounds yesterday, the Queensland players and staff were still celebrating their State of Origin series win. Well, you wouldn't believe we're at the Sheridan Mirage drinking vodka. I think that's what they put in the last drink, that I'm saying. We're drinking mold cuckers, whatever they say yeah. they are. But, I mean, we're on the way to Byron Bay. The bus is here but I'm, I don't think I'll get on the bus. Queensland team runner and former great Alfie Langer doing a reasonable job stringing a sentence together, given he probably hasn't been without a drink since the final siren on Wednesday night. But how does he explain the Maroons' bounce back from the loss they suffered in Game 2? New South Wales come out and hammered us, so we had to do the reverse fingers. Like, it's like tennis, you know, like... I, I can't explain it because I'm... With, Tongue-tied at the moment, yeah, but insane. No, no, Alfie, I think I think we got it. I mean, it was something about tennis. Anyway, while Queensland continue to drunkenly bask in the glow of their state of origin victory, Ford Jai Arrow addressed the media as criticism grew over his slam on concussed blue James Tedesco in the first half of Wednesday night's game. I honestly, personally, am not a grub like that, so I actually didn't know he was knocked out. So um, if you actually watch the full footage, you'll watch me go back and put my hand up and... And, um, you know, I, I was checking his welfare because I actually realised he was knocked out when I sort of slammed him back on the ground, which, um, you know, I guess I'm very apologetic about. I'm not, I'm not a grubby player. And it's an explanation that former New South Wales hard man Mark Guyer accepted. Yeah, I, I, I agree with him. I don't think he knew that Tedesco was KO'd. A lot of other players who might have done the same thing we would have thought differently of, but I've watched Jairo for a lot of years now, and I've never seen him do anything on the field kind of like that. So it's not... They say it's not his go. Well, it's not his go. New South Wales coach Brad Fittler was not so forgiving. Joe's got to live with it. He he did it and he was knocked out. And, you know, there's scenes that'll be shown for a long time. So 
that's a reality of what happened. Arrow was handed a $550 fine by the NRL for the incident, which, once you subtract it from the $10,000 per game all players receive in State of Origin, means he's left with 10,000 times 3 minus 550 carry the 2. Only $29,450 for three weeks' work? It's weather season. Duck season. Weather season. Actually, Daff and Bugs, it's veteran season. As preparations continue for the upcoming AFL draft on December 9th, clubs are being forced into some difficult list decisions, and veterans were the ones on the chopping block yesterday. Amble away. Here's Jetta. Go with the big bomb from outside 50. Lewis Jetta, welcome to the West. Two-time Premiership star Lewis Jetta was not offered a new contract by the West Coast Eagles after only six senior games in 2020, while former St Kilda... Actually, can I get some sad end-of-movie-type music underneath this bit, please? That's better. So Lewis missed out on a new deal, and four-time St Kilda best and fairest Jack Stephen has retired with one year to go on his contract with Geelong. Matthew Suckling, who won two premierships in his time with Hawthorne, was delisted by the Bulldogs, and hard-nosed journeyman Jacob Townsend, who won a flag with Richmond in 2017, was let go by the Bombers. I hope you had that time of your life. South Australians are essentially confined to their homes and it will be this way for at least six days. As Adelaide enters day two of its six-day COVID cluster-enforced lockdown, Peter Lawler for The Australian reports the broadcasters of the upcoming test series against India are hoping for an answer by Monday as to whether or not the fixture will be relocated after the Victorian government yesterday announced border restrictions into SA. We are putting a hard shut onto our border. The hard border closure will take effect from midnight and last 48 hours. The border restrictions combined with the four-day window between the scheduled finish of the Adelaide test and the start of the Boxing Day test mean that broadcasters may be unable to transport necessary equipment or personnel if the conditions don't improve. There's your hit of sport for the day, and thank you to the anonymous person who dropped the five-star rating on the pod yesterday. Next time, leave a review as well, and everyone can know how awesome you are by name. Enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you in three sleeps for the massive Monday edition of the Scorecard.